Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, and welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I am your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm really excited for today's conversation. I am joined by Dr. Emily Kirkwald, who is a pharmacist and natural family planning educator who works for you, helps people honor their body's natural functioning to get to the root cause of their symptoms, and also not have to take things like birth control um, in order to plan a family for when you want a family. So Dr. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited too. I was sharing with you um, before we started recording that I, I, my son is the product of not understanding natural family planning very well. I, I took it on and had a baby. Um, and so, you know, I, I know there's a lot of stigma out there around like that it doesn't work and, you know, all of these things that you have to go on birth control or use an IUD. And I, I get these questions a lot in my chiropractic practice as well as from the women that I, I coach. So I'm excited to dive into this conversation. But you know, before before we do, maybe I'm I'm curious, you know, how you got into doing this, especially coming from a pharmacy background. Yeah. Um, you know, my passion for natural family planning really came out of a place of frustration. Um, so it wasn't until I had struggled trying to conceive my daughter, um, tried and tried, and it wasn't until I actually was able to get pregnant with her that my doctor said to me, well, birth control might have contributed to the delay in fertility. And at that moment when she said that, I just knew intuitively that I could never put these synthetic hormones in my body again. And Mm -hmm. I needed to figure out another way. I was happy to be pregnant, but I also knew I wasn't ready to have number three right after. Um, And so I just dove into figuring out what is natural family planning. And I found a natural family planning instructor and natural family planning literally changed my life. It changed my relationship with myself, knowing myself better and my body better. It changed my marriage. The communication that we have is amazing compared to what we had before. And it just, yeah, really gave me this self-confidence. And I just knew that I needed to get the message out there. Awesome. I love that. And you brought up quite a few things. I, I think the most important and probably where a lot of women struggle with natural family planning is it really requires like starting to understand yourself on a level that maybe you haven't before because a lot of, you know, a lot of the things that surround our cycle and, you know, how to, how to know when you're obviously like, I feel like that's stuff that's not talked about much in just like general conversation or, or taught to us. So, um, maybe we can start there with just diving in, like, you know, 
how, how do you start developing that relationship with yourself to be successful with either conceiving or not conceiving using natural methods? Yeah, yeah. It really starts with knowing what are your body's natural signs of fertility. And you're right. These are things that are not talked about. You know, I am a pharmacist. I went to graduate school. I have a doctorate. You know, I went through all this medical training. And still, we never talked about what are a woman's natural signs of ovulation but your body Mm -hmm. does give you signs to let you know where you're at in your cycle and to identify the point of ovulation so that's where i start um so there are uh, multiple different signs of ovulation that your body gives you the one sign that has been studied the most and almost every natural family planning or fertility awareness method uses is cervical mucus or cervical fluid Mm -hmm. so this is a normal fluid that your cervix produces as your estrogen level rises in during your cycle and all you do to pay attention to this sign is every time you use the bathroom when you wipe instead of just throwing the toilet tissue away you pay attention to what's there is there any fluid present and what does it look like what does it feel like and from there if you start keeping track of this every day you'll notice how your mucus pattern will change and you'll notice that at the time of ovulation there is this clear change to this very this mucus that becomes very clear in color very stretchy or very wet or slippery feeling so that's one um, main natural sign that women can pay attention to Another sign would be um, basal body temperature or resting body temperature. Mm -hmm. Um, So our normal body temperature at rest does change throughout the cycle. And this sign is especially helpful as an add-on sign to one of the other signs to help confirm that ovulation did happen. So when women are paying attention to their body temperature daily, Um, you will see a rise in the body temperature after ovulation happens, and that can confirm that, yes, I did ovulate this cycle. Um, So it's helpful if you want to use it in combination with the cervical mucus monitoring, for example. Um, Another option for women who want, like that objective data, and is a method that I teach is checking uh, hormone levels with a simple at-home urine test. So there is um, technology, there's devices where you can check levels of your estrogen and luteinizing hormone, which are a couple of main hormones that are helpful in the fertility process. Um, And you can get a reading of low, high, or peak fertility and know where you're at in your cycle based on reaching levels of these hormones. Um, And then you can use that in combination of one of the other signs too. So, you know, part of the key to being successful with using natural family planning or fertility awareness methods is asking yourself, what would what sign would make sense for me and my lifestyle and what would make sense for me to keep track of of every day because really keeping track of something every day is gonna help you is the key to success yeah absolutely 
And I know, so like a lot of the things we're, we're talking about are, are things I've done or tried um, myself and, and talked with other women about. But, you know, if you're not someone who can just lay in bed in the morning to take your temperature, like first thing in the morning, that might not be the best method for tracking. But you can, you know, it, it's reassuring that there's other things you can look at mm-hmm. in conjunction with that as well. Yeah. And so what I find you know, encouraging about this, and, and maybe we can go into this conversation, is just, and, and you mentioned, you know, birth control wreaks a lot of havoc on our hormones, and it's used for a lot more than just preventing pregnancy these days, mm-hmm. um, which is frustrating, I know, for a lot of a lot of women that I then meet who are either trying to get pregnant or can't get pregnant or, you know, have issues after, after the fact with that. Um, maybe for those who aren't familiar with this conversation, are you up to diving into, you know, what are some of the more long-term issues that can come from prolonged birth control or IUDs or, you know, the shots, like the depot shot and some of the stuff that's out there. um, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing I like to tell people just to put this conversation into context too, is if you think about it, birth control is the only medication that we prescribe to perfectly healthy women to shut down their body's natural functioning. Every other medication we use is to try to help fix a deficiency or help your body get back to the way it was supposed to work. But here we're, we're stopping something that's normally supposed to be happening. So just putting that into context. Um, But yeah, as far as long-term effects from being on hormonal contraceptives, um, there's more and more data coming out about this. Um, I think some of the biggest and scariest to me data is on our mental health and the rates of depression that are tied to hormonal contraceptives. Um, There's things like delayed fertility and, you know, that research has shown it can take nine to 12 months for your body to get back to a natural cycle after stopping birth control or taking an IUD out. Um, I also work as a pharmacist at a hospital. And so unfortunately, I do see some of those worst case scenarios for women on birth control too, where a young woman who's in her 20s with no other risk factor is in the ER with a blood clot in her lungs and her risk factor is that she's on birth control. That's the only thing, that buildup of estrogen and especially if if you've been on it for years and years, you're you're at an increased risk of developing a clot. Um, So those are some of the things that I think about. So commonplace for us to have this fear around, and like so much of the Western of Western medicine is fear driven, and I'm sure working in pharmacy, like you, you see this as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like we've developed a societal fear that if you don't take birth control or don't use one of those things to stop that, and you're not wanting to get pregnant, but you know, married or you know, sexually active or whatever it is, that like it's just not going to work. Right. That that kind of. And so I love to have the because I'm a little bit in this like my husband and I we don't we have four boys and we don't want any more kids. <laughs> um, he's older. He's 48 and I'm, I'm 36. But so we use condoms and like just you know total transparency here that works. That's great. Like some days I'm like I'd rather not have to use a condom, but it's you know both of us getting that place of comfort of mm-hmm. you know knowing we're not going to get pregnant 
without it. Yeah. Um, so we can talk to like, how do you, how do you start to shift this perception of, and like really just accept that you are capable of either getting pregnant or not getting pregnant, just, you know, following your body's signs and signals. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great question. And thank you so much for sharing some of your story too. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, I definitely grew up with this message that like, you better watch out. Like, a boy looks at you wrong and you might get pregnant. Like that's how you're made to feel like at any moment in time, you need to be on alert. But the science actually says that there are technically only six days every cycle that you can get pregnant. And that's because once your egg is released, it's only able to stick around. It's only viable for up to 24 hours. And then it's the five days before that because sperm can live in this good quality cervical mucus for up to five days. So it's really a short window of time every cycle. Now, the only way to find out those exact six days would be to get a transvaginal ultrasound every single day, watch your follicle develop and rupture. That's not practical. But we have these natural family planning fertility awareness methods that have science behind them, have research behind them that have shown that if you are following these certain signs and following these instructions for intimacy, that you can identify as close as possible to your specific six-day window, your specific fertile window, then you can feel confident knowing these are the days I'm going to be intimate and these are the days I'm not, depending on what your family planning goals are. That's really interesting. How long do you find it takes women to like figure that out? You know, are we talking like several months here to really like years? Because <laughs> obviously I, I attempted it for like a month and got pregnant. Sure. So, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, after someone has a session with me where we sit down for an hour and go over, you know, what are your fertility signs? How do you keep track of them? How do you use this information for the, the, your intimacy? You have all the information that you need um, to be able to use it effectively, but I find it's generally after three months of tracking that couples feel confident in using it and that those are women who are cycling regularly. If you're a woman who um, has been diagnosed with PCOS or something where you know you already have irregular cycles, um, then it might take a little bit longer, maybe up to six months for you to really get a feel for what your cycles are like. Awesome. And and that's being off of birth control, right? Birth Correct. Control is messing with that. Correct. So, you know, this, this conversation is for those, like, you're looking for another option, whether it's tuning into your own fertility before getting pregnant or not wanting to, you know, do something permanent or, t you know, take the things that are going to mess with you long-term, mm -hmm. um, as we've been talking about. So that's really interesting. And what's the success rate of the natural, like, if you really embrace this in terms of, like, not getting pregnant, yeah. so let's just keep the conversation yeah. here. So I think that's more of my, my demographic in terms of listeners. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, to put it, more effective at this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to put it in context, um, birth control pills are reported to be 91% effective. 
Um, there, there are still women who conceive on birth control. Anecdotally, I know two women who have. Um, and so then natural family planning methods, it does depend a little bit on the method that's used. Um, you know, are they using cervical mucus? Are they using multiple signs? Um, but in general, the efficacy rates for avoiding pregnancy are between 86 to 98% effective. So right in line with that about 90% yeah. effective as. Yeah. That's so not, not just about, there. you know, I know in pharmacy yeah. school, it was very much like hormonal contraceptive is the only way to avoid pregnancy and anything else is yeah. just guessing and taking a risk. And when you're really listening to your body, you're not guessing you're taking a risk. Right. <laughs> you're, you're tuned in. Right. So, right. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think in the past, women had been told, oh, you're fertile on day 14 after your period. So all you have to do is, you know, look at the calendar and then, you know, and, and that's just not accurate. Um, even in women who, you know, have 28 day cycles, every cycle, their fertile window can vary from cycle to cycle. And so natural family planning really teaches you to be in tune with what is my body telling me today? Am I in my fertile window or not using your actual information and not just guessing from past? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an important point because a lot of women are different. Like the, you know, the number of women I've met who actually have a 28 day cycle is not, <laughs> not that many, right. you know, we're all, all unique and different mm -hmm. and, vary in our own ways. I know I tend to be like 25 and other people I know can be 30. Like yeah. It, 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 yeah. Definitely. And it's all normal. Um, so let's, maybe we can, we can shift gears a little bit because there's a lot of, you know, I talk a lot about like how to empower ourselves as, as women. And, and this conversation is one of those, like we're taking ownership of something that I think was really taken from us in terms of you know, being really in tune with our fertility and our bodies and, and like, this is an enormous part of who we are. Like whether you chosen to have children or not, like our bodies are, are kind of these flowing things through, right. through the month. So, you know, with that, like, I'm more just opening the door for, for discussion around this because, you know, how do we, how do we take that control back? Like, like, what do you see women do that, that brings our power back to just taking ownership of our own bodies, essentially what we're talking about. Yeah, well, I think it's taking ownership of our bodies, but also taking the burden off, right? Um, yeah. I know from my personal experience of going from taking birth control to using natural family planning, I felt a lot of pressure. I felt like I have to be sure I take my pill every day, like I have to be in charge of are we getting pregnant or not, and now that we use natural family planning as a couple, like we're talking about, are we intending to achieve a pregnancy or avoid a pregnancy? I'm telling my husband, you know, I'm still paying attention to what my signs are. So that's part of my ownership. But then I'm communicating yeah. that and we're talking together. Okay, this is my sign for the day. This is what it means for our intimacy today. Um, and so... So part of it is is letting women know that they have the power to know this natural information about their body and use that information, but that all the pressure isn't on them. 
I love that. And I can see how that would really change communication between husband and wife just around, you know, around the conversation of intimacy in your marriage. And Mm -hmm. like that, that opens a whole new level of things. That's really cool to to hear about. Um, There was something else you said there that I, I thought was really powerful just in connecting with ourselves in this way. It's just like, it's so exciting. It's so, I, I, there's just always been such a stigma around our period and our cycle and our, you know, it's like this time of like, I, I find in my marriage with my husband, like the one time I'm communicating with him about what's going on with me physically is like, Hey, I have my period. I feel like death and I'm probably going to be mean to you. <laughs> like, you <know? laughs> and not like, and I work with a lot of women to get a lot of the symptoms under control, but sometimes mine, mine show their head. Sure. Yes, they do for all of them. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is like taking a, it to where we can have positive conversations around how how we're feeling physically and emotionally yeah yeah and I think it's really important for us as women to recognize that it's perfectly normal for us to feel differently throughout your cycle and so knowing when you have your period is helpful for that time but there's so much more Mm -hmm. to our cycle than that and so I find when you're using natural family planning, when you really know, oh, I'm in my estrogen phase. Okay, this is how I usually feel then. When I'm at my ovulation time, like, wow, I feel like on top of the world, I can get things done. Like, I want to be romantic. Like, all these things are happening. And then, you know, now I'm in my progesterone phase. Like, I want to take a step back now. And I'm in my menstrual phase. Like, I just need some rest time and some alone time and some chocolate. Like, and being, being in tune with that and knowing like, it's okay for me to feel this way. And, and then if you have the luxury to be able to start, even in small ways, you know, managing your life around that. Right. So, yeah, you know, knowing like if I feel the most outgoing during my ovulation time and my ovulation time is coming up in two weeks, like maybe I'm going to plan to hang out with friends that weekend, those kind of things. Exactly. And I, I've talked about this on the show before, too, because our energy flows, you know, with our cycle. And that, that's essentially what you're talking about here. And so the more we can tune into that, and if you're doing natural family planning, or, you know, even if you're at the age where you're not worrying about this so much, if you still have a cycle, like you can tune into this stuff and, and just know like, okay, like this time I'm gonna, maybe I should do that hard workout, or I should take on that big project or like make a big push in my business, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's the times where it's really okay to just sit on the couch with a cup of tea and a blanket and like do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we need that. You know, women used to go hang out in a tent during their cycle for, if you've read the red tent or, or heard of that. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. And, just, have and just not putting pressure on ourselves then to feel like we have to be this, amazing productive person every single day and it's not and it's not to say that we can't be right we're capable like Mm -hmm. we can feel like we need rest and still power through something but the more that we can tune into you know i was designed with this cyclical nature and i can tune into that i think it's helpful for your physical and your mental health absolutely and I remember the other thing I was going to ask you about was because we were talking about, you know, partners and communication mm-hmm. with this. Like, how has 
choosing natural family planning, like how does it affect your husband? You know, does he have a role like a, beyond just talking about it? And you know, obviously we're we're partners. So what does the partnership look like? Yeah. Um, yeah, for us, when we first started learning how to chart my cycle, um, we used a paper chart. And so my instructor actually encouraged him to be the one to write in the paper chart. And that was really helpful, actually, um, to not just tell him, like, oh, I'm having this kind of cervical mucus today, but to have him write it down or to have him ask me, hey, what was your mucus like today? Like, you probably haven't had many of those conversations if this is something new to you, you know? <laughs> like, so, so that opens things up. And then, and then the more that you do it together, then he can see like, oh, I noticed like you're having these mucus days. Like it must mean that your ovulation time is getting close or, you know, so mm-hmm. that's been a huge thing. And now, now we switch to an electronic version, but we use like the Google Sheets app and so we share it on our phone. So I'm still putting this stuff in my chart and it goes to him so he can still look and you know, he'll say to me like, Oh, I saw this is happening today and Yeah, we're <laughs> just yeah, really, really helps us be on the same page. That's awesome. Very cool. So where I, I know you teach natural family planning now. So where where can women go to you know learn more, connect with you, kind of take those first steps? To this has been an intriguing conversation. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. The best place to go is my website, which is nfpharmacist.com. Um, I host a free workshop on what is the basics of natural family planning. You can find details there, and then. I teach a class that goes more in depth and I work one-on-one with women and couples. Awesome. And I will, I will put all that in the show notes and you have any parting words of wisdom or encouragement for anybody who's dabbling and taking this on. Yeah. I mean, I just want to encourage women again that our bodies were made to have cycles. And so even if it just is starting out by paying attention to your period and what what is your period like for you not just that you're on your period but how heavy is my bleeding what is my color of my period blood like how am i feeling Uh, just starting that and keeping track of that um, can help you start tracking into your cyclical nature awesome that's really good advice i like that well, Dr. Emily, thank you so much for joining us and bringing this conversation and knowledge to the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. There, you'll have access to free trainings, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first, 
so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.